welcome back to Super Tuesday Recap. It's your host, Chris and Deepom here. And maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but I think it's safe to say we made it. <laughs> we got the last mailbag of 20. Ooh, look at you. I know. I know. The bold. That was, I, <laughs> I'm going a little bold here. Universe, I didn't say shit. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm tipping. I want the smoke because apparently this has just been a smoke machine kind of year. Yo, listen. I like So anybody who listened to us, you know, listen to me on the Insanity Check, you realize I haven't put the Insanity Check out for the last Insanity Check ever. Uh, a number that Sandy Jake was supposed to be this month. I actually hit Rod and Karen because they're our last, my last guest. And then I was like, you know what? I feel like I can't end the Insanity Check in 2020. So I'm having them on this weekend, and the last Insanity Check is actually going to be in January 2021. Because I'm just like, it just doesn't feel right to end on the 20 in 2020. Like I feel like I just can't do it. So we're going to skip over December. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> Send us a message that this podcast can't go away. Right. I'm just like, you know what? Like, if we go to quarterly, whatever. Like, yeah. it's just you and me. <laughs> but oh, may, like, right. That. Yeah. I, I know. I already know it's not going to completely go away. But it's like, it I, I feel like it's not going to be. Yeah. It's just like. Look I, outside. Right. <laughs> like, that's, right. Like, what are you talking about? Like, have you been outside lately? Have you looked out the window? Right. I know. I know. So it's just like that. And that's why I had to make that decision. But. This is the last mailbag of 2020. Um, this is your host, like I said, Chris and Deepom here. We're taking listener email. And then we have, because um, at the end of the year, we have a bunch of news dumps. Some good, some bad. Mostly good. Um, and we're going to talk all about that stuff. Um, thank you, Marvel, for making it not just a dump on WB. Uh, Hold on. I have mailbag. a question. Yes. Can we organize this podcast to where we don't end on me being angry? No, no, no. So we're going to end on the Marvel stuff. Okay, because oh, no, after that, I have something nice to say about you, and I want to be in a good place to say it. Okay, good. Yeah, yes. We'll, we'll do we'll, we'll, we'll do the Disney Plus stuff last. So. Awesome. Thank you. All right, but first, before that's, we get... That's further proof to everyone that we do not prep. <laughs> oh, no, no, there's... Oh, no, that's a, a prep, prep. I just we never... That listen, so... We had right. So, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, we, we normally don't prep for shows to begin with, but 2020 has really thrown any preparation that we might potentially do completely out the fucking window it i'm literally so gets excited to figure out what we're going to talk about tonight because yeah. i have been so busy yeah it's just like mm, yeah um so anyway here we go uh we got an email that says uh tanya says hey guys i want to start by thanking you guys for your quality programming as someone in your podcast when i was geeking out over agent of shield rewind season five episode five. Oh wow um wow it was the first podcast i ever listened to i went back and listened to all your agent of shield podcasts then started listening to the arrowverse cast the character corners mailbag and sanity check pull list and even the occasional unanimous decision even though Yo! i'm not into sports nice um i love them i love them all i even bought my first comic book volume one of hickman's fantastic four run after listening to this cast so thank you for being uh, so entertaining and informative oh that's awesome and i i'm glad you that that's your i mean that's actually a tough first first comic book <laughs> Oh, I was like, that's you jumped in the deep end, didn't you? Right. It's like saying, it's like saying, um, I I finally watched my first movie, and the first movie I went with was Christopher Nolan's Tenet. It's like, whew. I um, really hope you watch, you read the rest of the volumes. Um, that's one where I'm like, you you really can't just stop it, right? (laughs) A lot of the stuff's gonna make sense five volumes later, and that's I know it's annoying. It's annoying saying it, right? Uh, well, we have we have plenty. We're and so we're doing this also on a poll list tonight. Uh, so you don't want to check the poll list out. Oh, and we, Chris gonna... finally caught up to the place I've been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
There's a um, lot to discuss. We got a lot to discuss. So it's gonna be great. So, but no, but thank you so much for listening uh, and all that stuff. I have a few different a uh, few different questions for you. First, I just finished uh, finish listening to Deepom and Susan talk about Star Wars shows on the last unanimous decision. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but I ha- and I haven't seen all the movies. But I was thinking of watching Clone Wars Rebels and then The Mandalorian with my kids. Will we be at a disadvantage if we start watching the shows without seeing all the movies? Absolutely not. Yeah, I think it yeah. will enhance the movies whenever you get around to them. Yeah, I actually think. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that it makes the movies that like. Just so speaking of the podcast we talked about, Susan's now doing a rewatch of all the movies with all the context she has now. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it, Star Wars is better mm-hmm. when you, you serialize it. And we're finding that a lot with that's why I'm excited to talk about the Disney Plus stuff. Um yes. Can, can I just this is gonna be the first of any time to say this tonight? I really want an X-Men TV show. Yeah. And I'm not gonna get it. And I don't know I know that, and I'm fine with that. But give me like X Factor, like yeah. the detectives. Yeah. Or, or or give me give me Miles. Give me Giancarlo Esposito as old man Miles and give me that serialized. Mm. You cannot just stick Spider-Man in movies. Yeah. I will not allow it. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing about, you know, giving us all this content on D- Disney Plus and serial like how do you go back to just two hours in a movie? You kinda can't. But we're gonna well, it's interesting because what they're gonna do now is so initially the first wave of their TV shows are leveraging our relationships we've already gained from the movies. Hold, hold, into the TV so shows. Deepon, hold that thought because I'm, I'm we're gonna go there later. I know. I'm hold, sorry. hold that. Hold okay. that. I know. I see. I see. Again, this is why we don't talk. I see where Deepon's going, and I literally have this not rant, but this really exciting like excitement <laughs> later on talking about what we've done here um By the way, so. that's one of the things i'm going to talk about at the end about how about a nice thing about you but the fact that you id'd the rant like, okay, yes yeah. <laughs> yeah i see it coming because i was like see, if you start I mean, this way warning signs right. of deep palm rant in front of it. I, I see it coming i see it coming um I appreciate um that. but yeah yeah i agree with deep palm you can definitely jump into those things um i recently watched legion and i would love to hear your thoughts on the show or the character that was a really interesting and fun to watch. Also thinking about watching Firefly, but I'm waiting for you guys to do a podcast on that before I start. Any um, any idea when that would be? Uh, thanks again, and keep up the good work. So, did you actually watch Legion? I've never watched Legion. So I didn't watch Legion either, but I heard good things about it. And the guy who did... Legion. I've heard nothing but great things. Yeah, yeah, the guy who did Legion also did The Gifted. Noah so, Howley. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, no, was it Noah No. I don't know how he did this and was going to do Doom. Oh, maybe somebody else. Oh, I met the guy who I'm did. Wrong. Hold on, maybe I'm wrong. Again, like I said, we yeah. have not prepared. No, we have. This. We don't. We don't prepare. But anyway, what I was going to say is, um, I've heard um, Rod from Black Eye Tips watched Legion said it was really good, um, and I watched The Gifted and the same. It was the same showrunner for that, and it was also really good. So I actually want to go back and watch Legion. What threw me off of not watching Legion at first was because they threw Brian Singer's name in front of it. And they kept saying, oh, produced by Brian Singer. But it turned out Brian Singer had nothing to do with it because it was actually good. So I actually so, do want to go back and watch. So he, Hallie did Legion. Okay. But he also did Fargo. Got you. Okay. So he's but, he's the writer, director, executive producer, and creator of both those shows. So got you. if you've ever seen how many awards Fargo gets, I've never seen Fargo. Like I, no, he no. gets so many awards, and yeah. I should watch both of his shows. I apologize, Noah Hallie, if you stumble across this. Yeah. My bad. They're – um. But yeah, so I think, um, yeah, I, I definitely want to check out Legion. Uh, in terms of Firefly, so Firefly was another one of those shows that, 
like because I have this thing about not watching shows that end up ending before their time. You know, Fringe doesn't do that. Neither does Dollhouse. So if you actually take the time, what is this Fringe you're talking about? This is. Weird. Don't like you. I don't appreciate this. <laughs> Twenty twenty, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, they, but um, but um, but um, yeah, yeah, no, because there's a bunch of shows like like that, and so that's the only reason why I didn't catch up with Firefly. And I know they did. A, I know they did. A, I know they did a movie to kind of try to wrap things up. But yeah, I I've tried it. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? What Firefly? The movie. Yes, and I have to watch oh, some of the, the show. show and the, I didn't. And I didn't. I didn't religiously watch the show, but I did watch some of the show, and I definitely did talk. So I binged it when it was on streaming. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, I don't get the. I I don't get it. Yeah, it, I I it, I I was never. It's also like part of it's like like the Confederacy thing. Like it's no. yeah. it's weird, and like the fetishization of the Asian culture. A lot. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't my Fine. thing, but there was, but there were a lot of shows like that 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 came out that were like, how many was how many seasons did it get? Did it get like two or did it get, Firefly was one season? Only got one season. Yeah, that's why I just, I definitely can't do it. Serenity. And everyone's like, it's yeah. it's it's fine. Yeah, it's just fine. All house I'll defend to the death. Yeah, it's really, uh, Firefly is fine. Uh, but thanks for the email. Um, here we go. Uh. Got an email from Sofa King says in a moment of in a moment of what TV tropes calls uh, fridge logic. I have an epiphany. Kool Aid Man was the original Avatar. <laughs> How do you say that? Um, what's the Sidorak? Uh He's big. He's ready. Busts through walls. He's presumably unstoppable, and he has an iconic catchphrase. Um, obviously, he resigned his position because he decided he'd rather quench, quench children's thirst. They continue on his mission of wanton destruction. Uh, so settled for uh, K Marco as a constellation prize. Prove me wrong, MTR Network. Um, you couldn't be more wrong. I I would just say um, no. I know it's the 20... easy answer. Hmm? If if the Kool Aid Man had had given away his powers, he'd no longer be able to be the Kool Aid Man. He is the Earth Prime Avatar of Cinderac. Juggernauts Earth Six One Six. Next question. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, prove me wrong. Uh, she says, uh, hey, Chris and Palm, uh, thanks for <laughs> a monthly mailbag episodes. Uh, no one covers geekdom, uh, comics, movies with in-depth knowledge, genuine enthusiasm, nuance, and honestly, looking at you, Grace, uh, Grace Randolph, like like you guys do, I just have four things to say. Just real quick, I just want to say, as always, fuck Grace Randolph. She's I'm so fun. glad I only know who she is because you tell me about her. God, she's so fucking Guys, terrible. there's an okay level to just, you don't need other people's, you know what I don't do? Listen to other podcasts. I'm not saying you should only listen to us, but maybe you should. Um, I don't go out and seek other people's opinions. Like, Grace Randolph, if you know she's trash, just like, ignore her. No, no, yeah, I think most, I, I think, I think most people that know Grace Randolph is trash just ignore her. It's just, she's just one of those things. She's like a, she's like a cockroach you thought you killed, but then pops back up when you're just like, no, Where the fuck not, you know she is. She's the person who does not exist until they're directly in front of me. Yeah, and then just, the instant yeah. I'm not looking at them, they cease to exist. Yeah, it's just she's so fucking annoying. You're just like, okay, whatever. Anyway, uh, it's give only a fire if you feed it. Here's some good news for you. Give D. Palmer's credit. He saw past that Wonder Woman 84 would be good because Patty now has a, a autonomy logic. I didn't turn Chris was being optimistic, but God was a uh, Wonder Woman 84 movie. Uh, but that Wonder Woman 84 movie was awful. Yes. Want to do this real quick? 
Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Full, full, full disclosure. Haven't seen it. I haven't had three hours to spare in the last week, and that's the God's honest truth. No, and and that's and it really is almost three hours, two and a half hours. So I know I I was not exaggerating. Right, right. I mean, it's not an exaggeration. You gotta, you gotta. Susan got us a projector for Christmas. We watched Soul on it. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, and um, I, I, like I told you, I was, was like, no, no, you, you, you do. You, yeah, no. It was Wonder Woman. No, you do not do that. No, no, no. no. Um, I was right because not only was I right that they would screw it up. I was right in the exact ways that they screwed it up. That's the disappointing part. That's the mind-boggling part. It's like when you see it coming and you're just like, but you guys see the train coming too, right? You guys you guys see the train bearing down on you? You guys are going to – they're clearly going to step out of the way. They're not going to stand there and let it hit them. Oh, they're going to let it run over them. Okay. But not even like they're going to let it roll in them. I told you where the heads were going to land. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is how they're going to get hit. The blood spatter will tell you this. And that's exactly what, Chris, it's so god damn frustrating. That's where it is with me, too. I'm just, I'm annoyed. I'm, 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 I'm annoyed. Like, my review, if you listen to my review of Wonder Woman 84, I don't even go down the normal route I do with combo movies. I'm not talking about how well, they should have done this run. And if they, done, I'm, I'm not even at a combo level with the film. I say almost completely the entire time at, as a film, this is bad. It does not work as a film. Forget Wonder Woman as a character. She could have just been some superpower woman out of anywhere that could fight, right? The problem is she can't fight in the fucking film. <laughs> you know? It's like Can I also make she, a very, she can't run. A very serious admission. Yeah, go ahead. Susan got, like, I brought up watching it on Christmas Day. She got actually angry at me. <laughs> <laughs> I and... love this. <laughs> My wife puts up with a lot of my shit. <laughs> and you'll watch her be like, you promised. See, that's that's how that's how you know she, she said she said after Justice League, you promised. You never watch the DC movie. And I said, You're right. I'm sorry, I'll watch it on my own. Oh god. Oh man. Um Yeah, no, it's all right, we're I'm, I'm gonna say the comic. You got more stuff in the email, and then we, yeah. We'll, yeah, okay. Sorry. Um, are there, no, no, no. This is this is how we start the show. Um, are there any? Are are, are some of these bigger name, uh, bigger, uh, big bigger name directors pulling a tire parry on us? One person being writer, director, executive producer on a project, as a, uh, as the case with Patty and Wonder Woman eighty four. I feel you need different people in these roles with some overlap. I feel Wonder Woman eighty four became. Petty and Gal's pet project with no alternative views or pushback or oversight. A good director um, may be a terrible writer looking at you, Ridley Scott. So there's another okay, so email. So go ahead. This is the weird, weird pushback. So now it goes from Wonder Woman should have been better because Warner interfered, but oh, but they they fought like hell for that No Man's Land scene, right? And then the thought was she'd be given a ton of autonomy which no one should ever have thought that because that's not how corporate America has ever worked at any level, ever. Big success means more people in the room. That's how it works. And then, when it did what it did, or is what it is, they somehow go back to blaming... I don't know whose fault it is. I haven't thought about it that hard yet. But if I were to just surmise a guess on a podcast irresponsibly... 
I would say that they saw what they got out of the first one. And they paid Patty Jenkins a lot of money to at least say she was in charge of this one. Well, and apparently maybe and, not. Maybe they and, didn't pay her a lot of money because they're still. You know how I know that they're willing to at least do that? Because they paid her a lot of money to lie about putting this on streaming and in theaters. Right. She and Gal both got $10 million for the PR campaign, which she would then undercut a week later talking about Rogue Squadron. So, did she get the money to say she was in charge, or did she get the money to be in charge? Either way, we've seen the results. I can't tell you which it was. I'm just telling you, we've seen what's happened. A movie that I've got to find time in a quarantine three hours away from my wife to watch it. Yeah. So we're trapped in the house. Right. <laughs> so there's another email later on that I'm going to come. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of relate this to as well. I, I will say this. I think it's a combination of things. One, and I was hearing a lot about this when I, when I went on some of my WB rants this week. From from the fans going, but no WB, and you're, you're gonna see this in uh, when Walter Hamada is talking, and we're gonna bring up his his article, which has some good things, and it. it's not all bad, but also not all good either. But there's this lie, like like Deepon was saying here, that WB is saying that they're giving this control to directors. We know that's not entirely true. One, that's not how movies work. You know, this is not right. You're giving somebody two hundred million dollars to make a film. You're not going to be just be completely hands off and go away from them, right? That's just not what you're going to do. But two, we know it's not because apparently this, like, either the last couple of days, came out that WB is still getting involved because Patty Jenkins apparently had to veto them trying to take out one of the scenes in her film. They, the film opens up with them back at Themyscira with the young, uh, the, the 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 young Diana. Diana, they wouldn't apparently cut that scene out. Where have we heard this before? We heard this before in the first film when they wanted to cut the No Man's Land scene. So what that tells me right there is that there is still a committee of people who are, like Deepon said, trying to get their hands in involved in these things. So I don't know. That's the, that's the real answer. I don't know where the fault lies because we don't really see behind the curtain about what's really going on. How much control does one have? When you look at Wonder Woman 84... Yes, Patty Jenkins is both producer, writer, and director on that, but there's also like four other fucking writers on the script. So who had final say? Was it her script and then they wrote over it? Did she come back and make changes to it? Like, nobody fucking knows. And that's the problem. That's the overall problem we're going to get into a bit later when, we're, when we end up getting our segue into the Marvel stuff, leaving out of the DC stuff, of the differences between the two and how one is... One is able to learn from their mistakes or their, their slip-ups or their stumbles and keep going, and the other, they don't even recognize it until it's too fucking late. And they're operating as a... They're all operating as corporate structures, because let's not, let's not pretend like Disney's not a corporate structure here. But Warner Brothers, and really it's AT&T, because we have an email from Justin that kind of reminds me about this, um, that you have a lot of old-school corporate thought here. Um, and it reminds me a lot of we saw this over at Marvel too with, with Marvel and TV. We saw this with the, we brought it all the time with Ike. Ike and the Marvel TV. This is why the Marvel TV stuff actually has some problems. 
And you can never really get your feel for them. Is it in the movies? Is it connected to the MCU? Is it not? What's going on? Why are they doing? Why are they doing this in humans movie? This is making this is in humans TV show. This doesn't make any sense. We knew about the backdoor issues with uh, between Feige and Ike and things like that. Feige in the winning and Disney sided with the right people. Problem is, we don't know what's happening over at Warner, Warner Media. We don't. We we just don't. So I can't tell you. You know, is it? Was it? Was it? Was it? Was it the fact that they need more editing? I think it's a combination of things. I I think at one point there needed to be another editor or somebody in the room to tell to tell to tell Patty, hey, if you're trying to make this movie feel like those the eighties Superman film and you're trying to go this eighties film and cheese it up a little bit, you know what you need? Because it's 2020. You need the eighties music. And you know what it could have been is that she wanted that, but then somebody at some of the higher ups decided not to clear the clear the music. Because it's for the life of me, I can't understand why Wonder Woman in 1984 and make a big deal of making it look like 84, uh, having the scenes, having things, even having villains are like Pedro Pascal's Maxwell Lord is not like the Maxwell Lord in the comics, but he's clearly uh, like I, I, um, cheesing it up. You you don't have any music? You don't have the 80s music? And, 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 That's so and, crazy. Like, Chris, how do you I not... How, from refusing to see this movie to being legitimately excited in this movie to being like depressed that but, I'm going to but, but that's what I think. Like, if you think about it, like, if, if she was trying to go for an 80s feel, I could probably get with it if they had that music there. It, it would bring you in there. But when you're sitting here on your couch watching it and you're just watching, a, you're watching Barbara, you know, uh, lifting weights in the gym when she realizes she, she's stronger than before and they don't play any kind of 80s gym music, you're not going to, it doesn't have the same impact. Scores and, and, and soundtracks can make or break a film. It's very, very important. And they have no 80s music in this film. Now, is that Patty's fault? Is it somebody at, is, a, is there a higher up at, at WB who said, no, they weren't going to clear the music? I, I can't tell you who that is. I don't know where the buck stops at WB right now. I, I don't. I just, I, there, there's no indication of who, who that is. And so. There's no one behind the wheel. There's no one behind the wheel. Well, there might be, but I have serious questions about how much power he has and which, with the, who the real master is. Because we're going to talk about their HBO Max stuff. That's all AT&T. You know? And, and I think that's also going to try to mess up anything they're trying to do here. So the, the short answer is it's a mess. Um, I, I will say that I think you need, you need to have that clear hierarchy and you can't just give somebody their own way. I mean, this is what they did with, with Joker. And I get that some people like that film and stuff like that. But to me, it was like you just put together a movie about some dude as a clown who was a failed clown. Like, that's not a Joker film. But that's yeah. what Todd Phillips wanted. So he got to do whatever he wants to do. Like, that's going to be. There's a reason why comic books have editors. You know? Um, third thing they have here, it's fun to see Snyder, uh, Stan still moping about their fable Snyder Cut Deathstroke spinoff while Marvel has triumphantly moved past the Infinity Saga and announced a slew of movies and streaming projects. The Snyder Cut needs to love themselves more. They absolutely do. Um, uh, Dave Filoni, uh, my God. Yeah, go ahead. Jason Momoa lied to everyone. He said that it was finished. He'd seen the Snyder Cut. Remember that? Oh yeah, I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, to, I told you guys, Jason Momoa lied. This is all these people. Guys, lie, they lied like shit. They lied like mm-hmm. shit. I, I, this is why I'm, 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 I'm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just hold that on. 
Uh, this this is Star Wars done right. This is what happens when you give people the projects to to uh, projects to people who love the material. Uh, Kudo de Favreau as well, who kicked off the MCU and extended uh, Star Wars live action universe. Lastly, it's quite sad to see Gina Carano turn her social media into an anti-SGW, anti-vax, pro-Trump, stop the steal echo chamber while benefiting from the pro-diversity, pro-women uh, Mandalorian series finale. Opportunities Disney uh, and everybody's affording her. Sorry about the rambling email. Keep up the great work. No problem. Thank you for that. Um, geez, we got a lot of emails. I skipped over. Let's see. I'm I'm do I'm, I'm, I'm do Justin's last. Let me do a Monty. Okay, so do a Monty then. Huh? Do a Monty. Do a Monty. Okay. Uh, so who looks better running, Wonder Woman through the streets of DC or the Flash in Justice League? Chris, you know what? I'm gonna go What's Wonder Woman. I'm gonna go Wonder Woman. She looks better. She looks better. Okay, so there we also, go. We've got some direction. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I can she see looks, the movie. She made. looks. She looks better than the Flash. Also, the Flash is known for running, so it's just no excuse, right? So it's just like, you know, it's like it's like if it's like if they did, you know, Aquaman and Jason Will could only doggy paddle, right? <laughs> just like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? What, what are we, come on. I'm just grateful WB decided to give their team a break and let them stop working on the effects of <laughs> year early when they. Had <laughs> When they had this one in the can and ready to go last November before the pandemic delays, yes, it's that bad. The wow. you can literally tell some. Like, as apparently, I, I didn't see this myself, but I I heard the grapevine that some people were taking screenshots on of, of their TV where you can see like the green screen and and the reflection of some people's glasses. Chris. <laughs> Marvel wouldn't let that happen on television. It, like, it got delayed. So how did you not fix that? They weren't working during the delay. <sighs> they're le- they're letting it cool on the windowsill. Maybe it'll get better if it cools. And you see, WWE decided to fast track part three because they know good and well once Patty gets over there at Disney and sees what it's like having a real studio system behind her, she's not going to want to come back. I mean, it's partly that, but also, I mean, like, there's a system over at Marvel. In, in Disney, so it's like there's a plan. Like you, they're never gonna. Here's the thing too, especially at Lucasfilms, they've uh, 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 Kathleen Kennedy has shown that she has no problem um, <laughs> telling a director to go fuck themselves and finishing the film with somebody else. So, you know, I there's a structure over there, so you're not gonna be able yeah, to get too far. Patty, but this is fucking Disney. Yeah, it's like <laughs> this is this is not this is not the yeah. So. I mean, come on. The things Kathleen Kennedy and them are doing at Lucasfilms right now, my nigga, that ending, don't fix your lips ever tell me a shit about Disney Plus not being worth it ever again. That was the funniest thing that happened in December. Funny thing that happened in December was people getting really excited about HBO Max and all, oh, I'm going to get rid of Disney Plus now. They're putting all, HBO is putting all their, uh, WBC and all their movies on the HBO Max in 2021. Disney Plus not even worth it. And then literally a week later, Disney Plus drops all this. Search my tweets. I engage with name one of them people yeah. saying that shit. I, but the night those the net the, the the news dropped, I was tap dancing. I just uh, before How we even dare you uh, go to my, my my man at the end. Starting from Rogue One, they've been giving us more from characters in three minutes than we got in thirty years of the old movies. And now you show up with a slate like this game cheating. Maybe it's just me, but you notice how quick all the bots stop hyping up DC's multiverse plans and your mentions once the Spider-Man 3 casting news started to break. 
oh, they have a connectivity plan uh, and it's starting with one division. You mean you're leveraging your streaming servers as an entry point into a larger platform? It's not the other way around? Well, shit then. Hope you all enjoy the holidays and here's to the fi- finale of the Insanity Check. If there ever had, was a year to close out the show, Chris picked a hell of a one. That's why I'm doing it next year. And can someone please give Al Ewing a, a hug, please? Yeah, he, he does. Yo, okay, so on some real shit, before we even do the rest of this podcast and then the pull list, can someone please give Al Ewing a hug? <laughs> the Immortal Hulk shit's gotten really sad. He also is doing... That's all I had to say. He's also doing... What else he's doing? Isn't he... Isn't he writing the sword one? Yeah, he's yes. doing... Oh. <laughs> it's him and Hickman, man. They're working together. <laughs> Gonna get weird. How do you put you put Al Ewing and Hickman together in a in a, in a in a book that's spanning the multiverse? Let's wait. We gotta we gotta wait. The for person the who last broke the multiverse was Jonathan Hickman. You brought it back with the Captain Britain Corps. Um, all right, just hold on for the poll. Yo, yo, you noticed that too, right? Let's go, motherfucker. I'm sorry. We get excited for the poll list. Um, Ooh. Whew, yes. I'm sorry, man. Oh, we love Jonathan Hickman. Um, so, uh, Jesse says, hope I get this in on the deadline. Yes, you barely got in. Actually, you got this in touch close to the bit deadline. I didn't even get a chance to email this one over to the DPOM. Um, it's another email that you did not get because it got emailed to me at four. Uh, two quick questions. Uh, Gail Simone seemed to like Wonder Woman 84. Do you think that was just her trying to prop up the film in hopes of them getting another film or do you, uh, not or just not wanting to yuck anyone's yum if they did really like the film. Does it hurt her credibility not at least pointing out some of the flaws? So, what? no. Yeah, yeah. So, no. I think that, one, I think it's, she doesn't like yucking people's yum. But also, I think that she might actually like the film. I, I, I just... Also, yeah. her, her credibility? Yeah. The fuck well, are you? Well, like, well, it's like, this, is, this is like... This is, this is like D- d- did it hurt Kevin Smith's credibility? The fact that he actually liked those Snyder Cut movies. No. Oh, time out. Time out. Who? Did, no. Who I mean, no, no. But I, I think. That, but no. I mean, I, I, I get it. I just know that I don't trust. I not that I don't trust. I don't like. Gail likes all this shit. Yeah. You know, it's like that's just what it is, and so I don't really look to her as she's. If you think about it, like when's the last time we actually saw Gail actually really like go Yo, hard on a movie? Gail, Gail's where I was when I was like, yeah, I'll pay for, I'll pay to go see Nicholas Cage's Ghost Rider. Sure, I'll do it twice. That's yeah. where Gail is. Yeah, that. I mean, that's just what it is. You just that's got, a it, great place to be. I'm yeah. just not there anymore. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I just, I, 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 I those movies I, never happen. I actually, I envy her ability <laughs> to yeah, be able to do that. I wish I was but, still there. As of right now, Nick Cage owes me money. Right, 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 right. I don't know if I ever was there because I, I definitely did want to fight uh, Joel Schumacher. I took a girlfriend to the first one. <sighs> That's not why we broke up. But it didn't help. <laughs> yeah, but no, I just think I, I don't think Gail has, and I think this is the thing that I see people. And you also got to remember, like a lot of people come at Gail for things too, like with Bird of Prey, and they just assume that she has some kind of great insight into the stuff. She doesn't. So. Even if she didn't really like her, or there's a problem. I don't think you're going to see her talk like down about it like that anyway, because she also knows there's a lot of people that listen to her and follow her who really are into that. So I and think it's a combination. Also, right. This is a character she wrote being translated on the big screen. Like right. that's just yeah. Guess what? If I had written Wonder Woman at some point, it could have been way worse than what I'm hearing it is. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. Be yeah. Like holy yeah. shit, that was cool. Yeah, and so I, I think we gotta. I think we gotta acknowledge that. Like, also, so it's she's like, not a film critic and doesn't owe you anything, right? And that's, that's the other thing too, right? It's just like, no, I just, I, 
Like I was not, I was not surprised that Gail liked Wonder Woman, and she was all involved in that. And again, she was all on the, she's all on the live tweet and stuff like that. It's like that's yeah, that's that's just normal to them. Um, yeah. Two, should we have concerns about Rogue Squadron now, or do you think Disney will help guide? Uh, Patty, through her weaknesses, WB seemed to let slide. I probably wouldn't worry about the special effects at all, so I guess most would worry about the script and plot and related. So, again... See, this is the weird misogyny where it becomes Patty's fault again when we know what WB does to movies. Right, and, and, and here's the thing. It's like, we don't know whose fault it is on that, right? We don't know how much control they really... Again, because like, literally there was an article today talking about how she had to fight to keep the opening scene in Wonder Woman. Right, which is crazy to me because even if it wasn't necessary, because I don't think the scene was actually necessary to be in there. However, from Patty's point of view, Themyscira is probably the one thing that people all like in this films. Anytime they're on Themyscira, they people like that. So even if it wasn't necessary for the film, I get why the WB execs might have wanted to cut it because you probably save ten minutes out of the film, and make it shorter. But also get why she wants to put it in there. So there's clearly still some interactions there. Again, I don't know when I see four names, four different people's names on the script. I don't know how much of it is hers um, and things like that. And also coming into a mess. You know, whose decision was it to actually go into 1980? Was it hers? Was it WB? Did they want to go from that way? Also, it can help when, you know, and we'll get to this later, you know, they're saying they're going to do the multiverse, but also saying they're not going forward with the Snyder Cut stuff. So, like, where does her... What, what is the... Wh- they just want to give you more right. Batman. Where, 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 where is... They just want to give you more Bat, baby. But, but even if it's not... Even beyond that, right? So, if the Snyder Cut stuff doesn't exist, and they're not moving forward that, and that doesn't... They're not moving forward in, in there, but they're keeping that... They're keeping Gal's character, and this Wonder Woman, where does she fit into this world? Like, what is the back... Like, where... I It's... Are we saying that everything that we've seen before from BVS and, and, and Justice League doesn't exist? Like, we don't know. And I, and so I think that's a different thing about why this is. Patty Jenkins is a good director. She's a great director. She did a monster. Like, she can definitely direct. Now, maybe there's a problem, because I'll be honest here, I, I do think that she might have a problem shooting fight scenes, because the fight scenes in this movie are terrible. But this is where... Not having the support that you would normally get can fuck up any kind of director, whether it's a female director or a black director. And, and not director, even just the support, the infrastructure in place. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because like, what happens when you don't? If if you're not good at shooting shooting um, action, you know what a good studio does? They bring in a second director or a second line director to help shoot those scenes. Or to help guide you, or they'll give you the 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 fight choreographers to come in and help you to to put together those scenes so they they do look correct, right? They give you the support you need. I don't know what kind of support WB is giving her over there, and I'm not going to be surprised if they didn't give her the support she needed, right? Because well, we've seen what they've done with female directors before, right? Answer the question directly. I'm still excited for Rogue Squadron. Yeah, me too. Like, I like to me the output of anything that happens under DC films right now. I don't hold against you. David Ayers made a terrible Suicide Squad film. He's a good director, though. He, he he's a good he's, he's he's a good director. James Wan makes some great horror films. He's a good director. You know, I'm, I'm not a fan of, of 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 Aquaman though. You know, so it's like. 
I don't know. I, 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 I'm not going to hold it against her because you're in this situation that is not conducive for anybody. Um, and I, and I think that when you have, you got to remember, she's coming into a situation where, you know, when you're coming over and doing Rogue Squadron underneath, that means that Kathleen Kennedy and all them over there already have an idea of what they're trying to do. She's going to come in, but there's a structure already in place. And that's one of the things that I think a lot of people have misconstrued when, 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 w, when Warner, Warner Brothers came out and tried to say that, well, we do it different than Marvel. We, uh, we give freedom to our directors. People bought that hook, line, and sinker, and that's not fucking true. Right? It's not fucking true. That's not what that means. What that means is we don't know what the fuck we're doing, so we just let our directors do whatever the fuck they, they, they're going to do. And if it sticks it, if it works, then fuck it. That's not what you're supposed to do with these kind of things. When you're dealing with comic book ad- adaptations or you're doing something with a big franchise like Star Wars, well, you know what you need? You need to kind of treat it like you're doing, and this is what this is what Marvel's done, and this looks like what Lucasfilm's starting to do um, as well. You treat it like comic books. You have your editor-in-chief at the top. You kind of make sure you don't go off. You have a bunch of other, you know, we talk about Kevin Feige around, but he has a team of producers and executive producers around him that are also have the same vision even, that help make that together. translation. It's just a TV show. Yeah. Each one is an episode. Yeah. If you think, if you think about, yeah, I'm going to say that, I'm going to say that rant from when we get to the Marvel stuff, but yeah, I mean, it's a if, if you think, if you think about what the infinity saga was, it was a 23 episode TV show. You just made them two hour episodes. They were moving. One, one season of TV. It was a great yeah. season. Right. Right. And that's what they, and that's what they build up. You know, and 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 so this also is why some people get mad at us when we talk about, well, you know, you know, uh, you guys thought some of these other movies that weren't great for Marvel, you them slide. I'm like, well, yeah, when and maybe we do, but like you get that home cooking when you're part of a when you're reviewing something and you know it's part of a larger story. John so Stockton's got more assists at home than he did on the road. No shit, he played right. in Utah. It's, it's 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 like you know, it's like when we go back and. Look at some of that first season of, uh, of Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. and that first half of Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. We stuck the gun. We're like, no, no, no. We, 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 we think there's something big here. And people people dropped out and came back and was like, what did we miss? It's like, well, yeah, because you guys try to judge something off of a few episodes. But those episodes end up mattering. So they might not have been the greatest things, but they build towards something in there. And when you know that you're building towards something, you're willing to overlook or not even overlook. You're willing to give a little more leeway to certain things. Warner Brothers would get the same thing with their DC movies. If they had that plan, but the problem is they don't have that plan. So, you know, you don't get that. You know, when I can't, when you're constantly restarting in every few and, years, and, it's oh, a new. So time the fuck out for a second. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about is the dregs of Marvel Studios? Oh, or no, no, two? no, no, no. I, but no, that's what I, I don't even want to go down that route. Cause it's like, even the stuff that they, people consider not quality are still better than most I of the stuff that DC. I, go watch it again. It's you know, I agree is so good. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, so, and I was super right about Iron Fist. Iron Fist is great. I'm gonna take your word for that. I'm not watching that one again. That's fine. You don't have to watch <laughs> it again. I did. It, I I was super right. Um, all right. Here we go. I think the last email this is from Justin. Okay, it's a good. A of, you gotta translate a lot of this for me. Yeah. So, um, what's good, y'all? I hope y'all are staying safe, having a good happy happy holiday. So a few weeks ago, Chris, I, I asked you about how much a studio spends a year. That was because I had just read this news. AT&T sold Crunchyroll for $1.1 billion to Sony. This resulted in a three-nigger alarm text to my brother. For the uninitiated, Crunchyroll is a premier anime streaming supplier outside of Japan for the world. 
I know they're always talking about Crunchyroll on uh, the Nerd Off, and I always like this is where I like disappear on the Nerd Off. They start talking about anime, I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. <clears throat> um, so Crunchy, uh, not the West, the world. If you want your anime legal, chances are you're going to you're going through Crunchyroll. It's one of the bigger selling points of HBO Max having access to Crunchyroll library, and they sold it off to Sony, who who owns literally their direct competition in Funimation. My first thought was ANTT did this to recoup some of the losses that they're about to incur for giving away their entire 2021 slate of movies for peanuts. Funimation isn't sniffing Crunchyroll on their worst day, so this was a, just a bizarre move to make that really uh, uh, to make that really hammers the point home that WB is going bankrupt itself over the next few years. Thanks for reading. Take care, and I hope you all have a happy New Year. So, right. So, this is kind of uh, this is the reason why I say this email for last. Cause it kind of leads into. Uh, the mailbag stuff. So, <sighs> WB's in trouble. Or at least, not in trouble, but like, Warner Media, AT&T, and everything they're doing over there, the AT&T but the farm on HBO Max. And yes. a lot of the decisions you're making, and, and this email from Justin reminding me about the AT&T stuff. I, I kind of forgot. You know, these things get announced and they don't really come. It came, it, 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 it got final, I think, in 20, 2018. And and that's when it all of a sudden started hitting me that some of the things we started seeing from WB and, and DC Films and things like that are not really even coming from them. It's coming from AT&T. That explains why all of a sudden, after years of telling us the Snyder Cut didn't exist and not going to do it, all of a sudden the Snyder Cut exists they're going to do it, and they're going to put it on HBO Max. Where did that come from? Oh, AT&T. I, it, it, just, it was like a light bulb when I read this email. I was like, oh, shit. That's what this is. So so what you're seeing here, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the – I don't know. Did you Were you able to read, or did you see the um, – I think it was, was – it was a Times article about that did a profile and an interview with Walter Hamada. No. So Walter Hamada, he's the president of DC Films. And so he did an article talking about, and this is where he kind of talked about, you you probably saw me uh, retweet something else that was kind of talking about the multiverse stuff. So all that stuff came from this this interview he did with with, with the New York Times. And he has a lot of, he's saying some of the right things, but also that made me realize it's like DC Films, it's not like Marvel Studios. It doesn't have full of time. And what you're seeing here is there's a, he also he makes this mention of um, them. They're ramping up and doing all these films. One, I don't believe it because they've said for years they're going to start doing four movies a year and stuff like that. And it doesn't happen. Granted, this year was a pandemic, so that kind of slowed them down. Um, but uh, he has this one line here. Where he says, with every movie we're looking at now, we're thinking, what's the potential Max spinoff? And I was just like, oh, that's AT&T speaking. Because... While I understand for the uninitiated, that sounds like what Disney's doing, but it's not. Disney's not making like Secret Invasion is not a Nick Fury spinoff. No, it's part of the story they're telling. You know, they're telling a story. They're telling a story. Like this is not when when you when they announce a movie, it's not what's the what's the, what's what's the potential spinoff. It's like no, that's not what Marvel's doing. WandaVision is kicking off their official Marvel Studios TV shows. WandaVision, and they, again, it's always funny to me when I hear people get like, oh, wow, that ties into the multiverse of madness. I'm like, 
when they announced it, they said that. When they announced this, when they announced WandaVision a couple years ago, they said it was like, yeah, we're doing WandaVision. And then when they brought out um, the cast for uh, Doctor Strange and they announced the title of it, they were like, oh, yeah. And also, um, you know, we're also going to have Scarlet Witch in there and all the characters that are in WandaVision because it's going to tie directly into the Multiverse of Madness. And now you hear them talking about what they're doing with Spider-Man 3 and, and how all these, you know, they're bringing Alfred Molina back and... They have all three Spider-Man and like all this stuff where it's like it's going to be. And, and I think even now, um, uh, Feige even uh, officially admitted that the Multiverse of Madness is going to tie into you know, Spider-Man 3. Like all these are tied together. It's like they're not spinoffs, guys. It's one story. Right. They have the next story they're telling. All these pieces fit into the story. This is what scares me. Of what what. Uh, and I'm going to get into some of the good things he's saying. This is what scares me about what Walter Mata is saying. Because what you're saying to me is you haven't thought about what your spinoffs are going to be. You haven't thought about what your what what what's going on HBO Max. There's no plan for what should go on HBO Max, which means now you are literally just trying to find out what's a spinoff. Because when I hear what's a spinoff, you're trying to find out how you can keep people coming into HBO Max. Someone can go back and listen to the past few years of this podcast, but I explained what happened. What being second to the marketplace, the advantages and disadvantages would be. One of the advantages is you see the pitfalls of those who came before you and you're able to avoid them. One of the disadvantages in doing so, you will find new pitfalls. Welcome to new pitfalls. Well, well, actually, I, I'd say they haven't even gotten to new pitfalls. I say but these are new ones because they are so focused on each one has to be an event. They lost sight of what made Marvel work. So, yeah, that's when we look at it. The reason why I say it, they're they haven't of they haven't hit the first one yet because to be fair marvel had this issue before with their tv shows right is it connected mm-hmm. is it not connected we're doing the the netflix shows are they really in the mcu are they not and it's really because of the divisions in there like uh, at some point um uh da, 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 da. and this is where i say that walter Ramon in this interview is it's a good is a good interview I, I suggest people read it and i'll make sure i have the link in there he says um uh, they're, they're talking about in the article it says didn't succeed in part because its divisions collaborated in ways that siloed uh, that the siloed Warner Brothers never has, but that is changing. AT and T mandated greater cross company synergy when it took over Warner Media in 2018. In the past, we were so secretive. Mr. Hermada said it was shocking to me. For example, a uh, few people at the company were actually allowed to read the scripts for the movies we were making. That's right. And we saw this when we were when reviewing um, the 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 CW shows. We were like. Wow, that's cool, but it feels like they're not even nobody's talking to the TV people. Why you guys are trying to do multiverse? Are you talking to them? Like, what's going on? We 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 saw this happening, and we saw it over Marvel. And to me, it's like, wait, how did you guys? How are you guys? How did you guys not see that being a problem over at Marvel, even though they were being successful, and try to adjust to it before now? You know, and that's why I'm like, you're right. They're they're coming up with new problems, but they still haven't even acknowledged what the the existing roadblocks. Or, or speed bumps that Marvel was having. And granted, they covered up nicely, but they didn't even acknowledge those and go, hey, maybe we should do a little bit better. They didn't even get to that. They didn't even get to that point. They didn't see what their competition was doing. It was like, maybe we can try to do a little bit better. Nope. Didn't, didn't, didn't think that far ahead. But I at least give them credit for saying that, yeah, we were so secretive we couldn't do that. So that's a good thing that AT&T, and sad that AT&T had to direct them to this. But the other problem is, AT and T is directing to this because AT and T has such a large stake in HBO Max, and they butt so much into HBO Max that they need people. They put so much in HBO Max, and it's not going to work. And right. 
I'd feel bad if it wasn't predictable. Look, I'm not that smart. I'm just a guy. I'm telling well, them how it's going to end for them. I told you all last year how it's going for all the newcomers are streaming. They're going to figure out that it's makes much cheaper to do their own show and then sell it once to someone who does streaming for a living. Because once you introduce streaming, you introduce a whole new level of customer service. That kind of upkeep costs more than you know if you're not designed to do it. So Sony's doing that. Sony's Sony's selling some of their stuff to streaming services like uh, yeah. Gonna make sense. People who start, you and I talked about this. Amazon's decided they want to go after Oscars. Awesome. Uh, Netflix decides they're going to buy up everyone's original series. Great. Hulu's decided we're part of Disney, but we're not Disney. But we got all the money of Disney. Ha 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 ha. I, I forgot about and that. They're, they're doing those they're, three. They're... Everyone else who's popped up is going to get bought up by one of those three. They're doing an Alien series on Hulu. I was just like. I mean, I'm sorry. That's just to show that they can. Right, I know. I'm just, but yeah. And so here's the other problem too with HBO Max. HBO Max is the the problem with HBO Max is it's HBO Max. They're treating yeah. it like HBO. So what happened was they came out the gate, the highest priced subscription service. You came out the gate at what fifteen dollars a month. Here's the thing, guys. Ridiculous. Here's the problem. Here's the problem coming out of the gate at $15 a month. You're still underpriced. Everyone is going to, they're going to have to end up raising the price. It's going to eventually settle around $20 a month, guys. It has to. For them to break even, they're going to have to up it to at least $20 a month. Because when you come into a streaming service, you start low. If they're already the highest priced, where do they end up? It's just like this is and this is why they're panicking over there. So then uh, and I'll get back to the, the interview with Water Hamlet because it, it goes more in the DC stuff. But like I want to say with the HBO Max stuff first, there was the announcement of them putting their entire WB slate of movies on the HBO Max. And everybody's like game changer, stuff like that. And me and Deepon were both like, guys, it's not game changer. That, that's desperation. Here's how you know it's desperation. It wasn't planned. How do I know it wasn't planned? The director of Dune found out like the rest of us on Twitter. He then goes and then writes an article for Variety blasting WB and Warner Brothers for doing this deal. He's willing to tank whatever he might have gotten from streaming on his own movie to send this message. For the record, that's what's happening. Well, no, well, here's the problem. Well, I think that's part of the problem. It's also what, what Patty Jenkins was also saying as well. I don't think there is a deal for them. And that's and that's a problem. Maybe there is going to be. And, and again, because they rushed it, they didn't let the director. They all signed their contracts already. There is no deal for streaming. So if you have incentives in your contract for it opening and doing this much at a box office, what is the box office of the streaming? This is why there was news that Disney... Is working out doing ex- exclusive, uh, doing contracts exclusively for streaming, because you need that in there. So, and uh, and I, that was part of what Patty uh, Patty Jenkins was saying about 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 herself about like how do people get paid? If you have an incentive that says that it, that that kicks in once you reach you know a hundred million dollar opening weekend, well, if there's no hundred million dollar opening weekend because there's streaming. Well, then you don't get you don't get paid. But AT and T makes all the money because they got their they got their subscribers, right? So what's the deal? Are you redoing these contracts? T 
to me, that's the, like even with his. Um, I haven't fully read his his article. The director Dennis uh, uh, Villeneuve. I can't say his last name. But um, he said, I learned in the news that the Warner Brothers has decided to release Dune on HBO Max at the, at the same time as our theatrical release, using prominent images from our movie to promote their streaming service. With this decision, AT&T has hijacked one of the most respectable and important studios in film history. The, there is absolutely no love for cinema, nor the audience here. It is all the survival of the telecom uh, mammoth, who um, one that is currently bearing an astronomical debt of more than $150 billion. Though even uh, therefore, even though Dune is about cinema and audience, AT and T is about its own survival on Wall Street. With HBO Max has launched a failure thus far. AT and T has decided to sacrifice Warner Brothers' entire 2021 slate in a desperate attempt to grab the audience's attention. This is the director of Dune saying this in an article. Hmm. All right. Now here's the thing. I don't even really. I don't think that this is the argument that is going to sway the public. The whole. My film is about real cinema and audience, and it's not bullshit. I'm sorry. It is. Like, I watched Tenet at Home, guys. Looks mwah, great. Tenet at Home looks probably way better than it would have if I looked at it in a theater, right? This argument does not sway me. The argument that does sway me, though, is the one I was talking about. Is it on streaming yet? Hmm? Is it on streaming? Not officially on streaming. You can, you can, you can buy it. I got a screener for it, but you can, yeah. uh, you can probably rent it or something like that. Yeah, I would just wait. Um, yeah, I'll wait. Um... But I think there's two two arguments to say. One, um, I think that you know making sure that uh, people are paid the way that they should be, um, based off of these contracts, is the right thing. Um, I can even go with the whole idea of even though I don't like theaters, I can go with the idea of theaters closing down really will hurt small businesses and hurt uh, people looking for jobs and things like that. I even go with that. The well, it should be the big screen thing. You guys got to get over that. I'm, 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 I'm gonna get an 85 inch TV, nigga. That's I, I don't need to go to the theater anymore. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. I need a projector. Right. I do. I don't. That's that's not gonna sway me. Um. And and this whole thing of film lovers. That's not the argument to make. I. I this is where I I don't agree with the people that are going this argument. I I do agree though with you need to let. Um, I do think it's shady to not let the directors in the films. They didn't let Legendary know. Legendary is the one that uh, they're distributing. Uh, uh, Godzilla versus uh, King it Kong. It was really bad. Yeah. Poorly done. Extremely poorly done. Good idea, poor execution. Like, right. The worst execution possible. Right. And so that is, again, but it's also desperation. So it's very clear that AT&T is doing this because they're in financial trouble. Same thing with the sale a crunchy roll. Like, this is all leading up to this thing. So, I say all this to say, now we get back into the DC stuff. I'm worried because when a corporation is desperate and they're bleeding c- cash, they don't usually make the best decisions. You know? And so, I, I, I feel that coming back to this article about um, uh, from Walter Armada, when he's talking about what they're going to do going forward. Their plan is um, to, 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 to go big. And I'm, I'm frightened by that. <laughs> because them going big is not good. And, and they don't... 
So here we go. So Mitch Armada and Mitch uh, Emmerich had two options. Figure out how to make the various storylines and character incarnations coexist. Start over. The answer is the multiverse. Boiled down, it means that some characters, one of them as per day by Miss Godot, for instance, will continue their adventures on Earth-1, while new incarnations, uh, Mr. Pattinson as Bat the Batman, will populate Earth-2. The Flash, a film set for release in theaters in 2022, will link the two universes and feature two Batmans, with Mr. Affleck returning as one and Michael Keaton returning as the other. Um, to complicate matters fur further, uh, HBO Max gave Mr. Snyder more than $70 million to re recut his... I like how they're now saying to recut his Justice League and expand it with new footage. Uh, Snyder and Warner Brothers had clashed over his original version with the studio deemed too grim, resulting in reshoots handled by a different director, Josh Whedon. Zack Snyder's Justice League, now four hours long, will arrive in segments on HBO Max in March. At least for now, Mr. Snyder is not part of the new DC film blueprint, with the studio execs describing his HBO Max project as a, cult, a storytelling cul-de-sac, a street that leads to no, nowhere. The multiverse context... Uh, concept has worked on t TV, but it's a risky strategy for big screen. These movies need to attract the widest audience possible to justify their cost. Too much of a comic book nerd sensibility can be a turnoff. New actors can take over for characters. James Bond's example of that. Multiple Gotham spin uh, spinning in, the, in theaters. I don't think anybody has ever attempted this, Mr. Armada said, but audiences are sophisticated enough that they will understand it. If we make good, uh, if we make good movies, they will go with it. That's the problem, the last part, if you make good movies. Other problem, too, is here's the thing. Marvel's going to beat you to it. So it's not going to be good enough just for you to tell a multiverse story. You can't be late and be late. Like, right. The, with the other, here's the other problem, too, that I, I, I worry about with, with, with this stuff, too, is it's not just that. And, 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 it's, and it's, it's worse because, again, we're talking about this when we do the poll list. Because I'm, I'm, I've caught up to where we're at with uh, death metal. And the comics on the DC side is they're starting to realize that even though you have a multiverse and you have all these different versions, the answer is still one story. Yes. That's what Marvel's doing with the, the multiverse stuff. It's still one story. Yes, you have these different versions, but it's still one story. So you cannot use the multiverse. Like, it, it just feels like. It feels like what they're doing here, which it could work, unfortunately also feels like they haven't caught up to where they're at in the comics. Where they're going to do the multiverse, and it's like, we'll use the multiverse to solve our problems. It's like, the multiverse doesn't solve your problems. It actually makes it more complicated. You have to be very, very careful when you're in the multiverse because you end up things like, I don't know, Hawkman. You know? You know, you have to, at some point, audiences are going to want to know how does the characters on Earth 1 relate to their characters on Earth 2. And there's some crossover. Once you start crossing them over, well, how often can we cross over? It's like it can get very messy. You have to be very, very careful with that. Now, if your whole idea is we're going to set them on a multiverse and just have Mitchell Patterson's, over, uh, Patterson's Batman over here, Alka's Batman over here, and we're going to keep telling those stories individually like that. So, again, you're going to keep creating Earths? How do you when, – when are you going to announce the – how does an audience know when they see uh, Chris, a new Chris, Batman Chris, film? Chris, 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 you're asking – I know. A lot of very big, important questions. I know. The answer is they're intellectually and creatively bankrupt. Yeah. Because while Marvel has me excited for a Christmas special featuring the voice of Bradley Cooper, <laughs> their answer to all their problems is more Batman. That's, that's all the problem, too, right? 
You, you announce you're going to do the multiverse, and it's like, cool, we're going to have multiple Flash, we're going to do, uh, no, maybe no, no, we're going to do no, DSA on one. No, no, it's it's more Batman. More Batman. More Batman. The one thing we don't need is more Batman. You have all these, you have this full breadth of all these DC characters, and your answer is to once again fall back to more Batman. And never, also never get Batman right. And here's the other thing, too. Your Flash movie is now in 2022. How long have they been trying to make this goddamn Flash movie? I think Ezra Miller got canceled and came back since then. It's just like, come on, man. Come on. Like, I want... Like I said, it seems like, sounds like Walter Armada has the right ideas on some things. But again, when you have AT&T breathing down your neck saying... We need more spinoffs for HBO Max, and the minute you have something that's good, they want to do a spinoff because they can put it on HBO Max. Well, you don't have a plan then, because when you take away the resources to do that, you're you're delaying things like New Gods, which who knows when that's going to come out. You know what's New Gods? Right. You know I'm like, you know they're also now saying that they might put um, the Batgirl and Static. Uh, the static, the, the static movie on HBO Max. You mean the background movie that's never going to happen? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. they, they they they're going to use we're going to use we're going to use HBO Max for our our riskier projects. I think that's what they, the the words they use for that. I'm like, but why is Batgirl risky? Why is Static risky? You know, like this stuff isn't like. And people always go, well, you know, um, you know, Marvel is the same thing with some of their stuff. I'm like, okay, well, that was when Ike was there. But then, two, it's like they also proved that that stuff is not risky anymore. So, again, going back to what we were saying before, why hasn't WB learned from that and said, oh, well, we know that that stuff's not risky anymore. We can go ahead and go forward with it. Why are they still trying to act like this stuff is risky? Black Panther made over a billion dollars. Captain Marvel made over a billion dollars. These things aren't risky. They're not. I mean, they're, just, they're 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 not risky. They're 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 billion dollar franchises. Like you can have one too, <laughs> you know. All you got to do is, is do it. And now they're trying to. You're, so when you're trying to fill out things because you're 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 bleeding cash, that's not the same thing as when Marvel comes out and announces all these things and saying, "Hey, you know all the stuff we were talking about. Here's all the things we we're talking about, and here are the casts for them. You know." the same thing so um right well before we get into the wb thing oh i have to do it we have to do it um another wb thing uh the the investigation into the ray fisher's claims has ended in the most wb way possible with remedial actions were taken deep what, what what were the remedial actions do you know I want to say this from the bottom of my heart. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, I mean that shit. Nobody. No, friend texted me tonight and said, I just realized Ray Fisher isn't the cyborg on Doom Patrol. Oh, no. I, I realized. So here's the thing, too. So then after that Walter Mata's uh, um, interview came out, Ray Fisher, because he just loves working, sent this tweet out with about this New York Times article's Walter Amada is the most dangerous kind of enabler. He lies, and WBPR's failed September 4th hit piece sought to undermine the very real issues of the Justice League investigation. 
I will not participate in any production associated with him. Walter Amada is the president of DC Films. So that means that Ray Fisher is no longer going to be Cyborg after the Snyder Cut film because he's not going to be in he's not going to be in the the Flash movie because um, I'm assuming that he just does not want to work for anything that involves DC Films because I hope I hope Zach's got a big plan for him and him as a, a Ray Fisher led vehicle going next because woo buddy he was used and discarded. I told you guys not to trust this motherfucker um, and that he had no idea what he's talking about. Walter Armada took over as um, DC Films in 2018, which is long after um, the alleged issues that happened on the set of Justice League. So he had no thing in that. His whole thing about the failed hit piece was when Walter Armada tried to reach out to him to talk to him about what he was talking about. And when asked by some article, basically said that we tried talking to Ray Fisher, but he is not responding to our calls. Ray Fisher called that a hit piece. It wasn't a hit piece. It was like I say, I I, I feel bad for Walter Hamada. I feel bad I've for me. I've seen hit pieces. That's not a hit piece. That ain't no hit piece. That's not a hit that piece. That wasn't a look, man. We tried to find him motherfucker. Right. <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to have a conversation with him. So I can talk to him online and figure out what his problems are. And, right. And figure out how we can sit down and talk to him. And this is this is Ray Fisher's response. And I just want everybody to know. Um, I support the idea of having the dudes playing um, Cyborg on um, Doom Patrol. Take it for the role. And matter of fact, use also his look because he actually looks like Cyborg too. So let's go for that. Not the Megatron look that Zack Snyder uh, was trying to go with. With um, yeah, yeah. So all right, let's let's go to the fun stuff. So. Uh, Disney had a Disney Plus investor call and they decided to let us all see in on it. And um, basically what they told us was um, they spent four hours calling HBO Max broke as fuck. Cause Not just HBO Max. AT&T and everybody <laughs> else who rocks with you. Right. <laughs> you broke motherfuckers. Disney's like, you lucky we don't want telecommunications. Right. You know, they were like, hey, you know what? You like the Mandalorian? Cool. We got the the book of Boba Fett. We got uh, we got Dog, Ahsoka. That wasn't announced got... the call. It wasn't. Oh, you're right. No. It wasn't. It was at the end of Mandalorian. You're right. <laughs> they saved that shit. <laughs> I forgot about that. Like they got so much Star Wars stuff coming out. <laughs> and then isn't there right. a um, isn't the next saga going to be a uh, movie saga going to be uh, isn't that taken over by Taika Waititi? I think Taki's doing that, right? I think he is. I, I was, I was, I was Disney drunk at the end of that whole thing. Yeah, like I, yeah. They came up with the Star Wars stuff. They came up with the Star Wars stuff early, and it was like, yeah, we're gonna save our man. You know, you, you, you we know why you guys are here, but we're gonna save our man, Fe- Feige, for the end. But this is Star the Wars stuff. Just chanting Feige, 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 and it's just like, yo, we know why you're here, right? Like, I mean, but like I said, like what I love about what they're doing, and I love the fact that they're putting a lot of more stuff into the. um Disney Plus stuff. The fact that they're 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 they're, they're, they're giving us the uh, the Kenobi show and they're bringing. We're, I, I'm telling you, I think the Kenobi show is going to be a backdoor pilot to bring us in more Vader. Because I'm telling you, we're going to talk about this in the poll list. I'm reading I'm reading the Vader books. The Vader books are just. The, I feel no, like the Vader books are setting Vader us up. And Kenobi meet again before episode four. Yeah, it's canon. Like that's canonical. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like. 
when you when you read the the, the what they when Marvel's been doing in the in the Star Wars books, I'm very very excited. and which makes me even more excited for what them doing these live action TV shows and even the animated shows. Because like you said, it feels so much better to have these episodes. Because you can do so much, you can tell so much more story. Because you start realizing that how much story you don't get in the movies mm-hmm. because you don't have enough time. And here you can you can stretch it out. You can tell these stories. You can keep telling them. It's like I mean, honestly, be really real. Like in the in the main saga of the of three through four, you get maybe six hours of Luke Skywalker. You've been with the Mandalorian for 16. Mm-hmm. And that's not like, oh, he's there's other people where it's not like a B plot and C plot. We're not hanging out with Han and going to Best Bin. And, no. It's just the Mandalorian for 16 hours. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you, this is... I, I'm glad that Disney's watching the fidelity... And and the the attention people are paying to these characters, these properties on television, because it looks like they're going to double down and say, "Fuck it, let's just do more of that shit." Because my nigga, Wandavision looks terrifying. <laughs> For me and you, it looks terrifying. For everyone else, looks very interesting. And oh, they're stressed about some shit. Da, 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 da. That's no. cool. Enjoy your shit. Chris and I are going to be terrified on some Tom King shit. Yeah. No. I'm. 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 This is this horrifying. Is not, this is not good. <laughs> this is not horrifying. I keep watching those episodes. Them twins. I'm like, don't give one to children. Right. I'm... Oh boy. If you know, you know. If you don't enjoy. All right. I. Mm, yeah. No. I'm. I'm. The minute they called it WandaVision, and they were saying they were bringing back Paul Bettany and as Vision, and then they said it was tied into everything. I was like, oh. And, and here's the thing. WandaVision basically kicks off this whole multiverse stuff. Because they say it ties in the uh, multiverse of madness. It ties in, like, all the other stuff they, they announced, like, with with um, uh, 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 Ant-Man and Peyton Reed coming back with Ant-Man. You know, Ant-Man, the quant- uh, Quantumania. You know, it's like, all this stuff. It's so good. It's Kang. Good. Kang. They, they, we, we, we heard them talk about it. They officially announced that Kang's there. Um. So we got that. They gave uh, not just that they announced because they had already announced that Cap- uh, they're doing a a Miss Marvel show. They've cast Miss Marvel. They've cast She Hulk. So now that when you cast somebody, okay, when Marvel cast somebody, you know it's in the pipeline. Oh, it's- Chris. Speaking of casting news, yes, Christian Bale will be teaching himself how to believe that all gods should die, as he'll be betraying Gore the God Butcher. <laughs> My God. I'm just so happy. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> like, it was just so much stuff. <laughs> Secret Invasions. They're doing Secret Invasion. As a- Chris, 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 Chris. That's how excited I am for Gore. And for the get Gore... Bar- Everything you think Apocalypse should have sounded like. <laughs> Gore bars are coming. If you thought Thanos bars were rough, you know that shit Hela was doing with everyone in Ragnarok? She was holding Gore's sword for him. Mm-hmm. The Necro the, the necro sword, the All Black. Which also, Chris, are you up on uh, King and Black? 
No, I need to. Oh my! They let a Venom event affect the entire universe. Oh, great! It's insane and awesome and fucking. It's it's the perfect companion piece to Death Metal because it is also metal as fuck. Um, let's see. So we got that. We are. Patty and Rogue Squadron, come on! Yeah, you're doing Rogue Squadron. I'm here for that. Um, it's just like it would just hit after hit after hit. The Fantastic uh, Four. <laughs> well, I was saving. I was saving. I was saving the first family. I was saving. I, the, but yeah, when he finally came out and he said it, bringing the fan. We, we got the Fantastic Four back. We're we're working on it. That's when I was like, nigga, this is. And then the Spider-Man three casting news. How do you feel about this casting news? I, for one, I was getting in front of this. I have all the faith in the world in Marvel. Dramatic pause, but. <laughs> it depends Zemo on. Zemo left very quickly. Hmm? Well, it could, it, 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 it could be. Exceedingly quickly. It could, but I think, because again, I think this is part of that deal, right? Like You're not, you're not wrong. Yeah, you let us handle it. You guys just sit back and take the money. Sony, just shh, 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 shut, shut up, shut up. Well, what, what are, shh, 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 shh. No, you just, you just shut the fuck up <laughs> and you let us handle this. You collect another billion dollars. Okay. Okay. Good. Shut the fuck up. So again, like, yeah, I, it's just, but and then also I, I can't remember. Did, did it, was it, was it, was it Dr. Trains that ties into Spider-Man three or something like they all tied together. Like they were like, they don't always say this up front, but they're, they're telling us up front also what everything ties into. But it also, like, things they haven't mentioned, like Eternals, where they haven't talked well, about Well, the direction. fact that... So, so just my guess real quick. Kang is going to be a multiverse villain as opposed to a time villain. We just did time. Yeah. So I think we're in a multiverse villain. I think it's going to be Kang. And I think we should all be, like... Like, everyone's like, oh, he'll be a fun villain because he's appearing in Ant-Man. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so you need to pay attention to the fact that Marvel loves to hit you with the hook like in a movie. They'll be funny, funny, then bam, a hook. They've given you two funny Ant-Man movies. Then Ant-Man saved the universe. Watch for the hook. Yeah. 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 They're not bringing in Michelle Pfeiffer and bringing back Michael Douglas and putting them in the suits for them to, I don't know, Tell jokes in front of a brick wall. <laughs> yeah. It's about to get super fucking weird in the MCU, like some uh, 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 like 70s Marvel metal weird. And I, for one, am here for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's. <sighs> um, there was a talk about. Uh, I've seen some people complain about this, but I think it's the right move. Uh, they're they're starting production on Black Panther, and they're not they're not going to recast T'Challa. Smart on that, right? Like I'm seeing people. Well, no, like uh, the arguments that people are having were were dumb. Like, well, you know, uh, I've seen a a ton of different Bruce Wayne and Batman. It's like, yeah, but they were never in the same universe. For that's one, two. Chadwick Boseman did five five movies, I believe, as T'Challa, and then he tragically died. Right? No, we don't need to see another T'Challa. Like, I think that it, it, it would have been, people would feel some kind of weight either way. I think this is also, like, out of respect. Like, I don't think that in the way we have things set up right now, they could see somebody else being in that role. 
And here's the thing. You still have the cast. You still have the characters. And there's plenty of people to take on the mantle of Black Panther to keep going forward. There's no reason why you can't. Like, World of Wakanda, just tell right. Right. Guess what the next story is. Yeah, you tell what you Who go with. Will the next be story. the Panther. Right. Call it Panther Quest. Call it a day. Yeah. Like, no, we're fine. You know? Well, just, he, I feel like we didn't get enough. We only got one solo movie. He was in a bunch of other movies. So it's not like he only got one done. Um, and it's not like, and if you're telling me that, let's say, I know that Letitia Wright kind of almost put her foot into it earlier, but again, all be forgiven. Um, but let's say she becomes the next Black Panther and becomes Fury, right? Are you telling me that young black boys can't find any kind of connection to a black woman being Black Panther? You're telling on yourself. You're telling on yourself. So shut the fuck up. You created an entire cast of supporting characters with the first one where people wanted to see more of them. Put them in a tournament. Do, do it like some fucking Anna Dragon like fighting tournament shit. Yeah. Who will be the Black Panther? Create a real, create some real drama around it. Also, also, I gotta say, because everybody's also talking about, oh, well, you know, we're not gonna get Storm stuff like that. Fuck that. Um, the fact that we're doing Fantastic Four. You didn't have to say that. You said that to annoy me. I know, but um, okay. Uh, 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 we're doing Fantastic Four, so now I'm also wondering, hey, did the Namor rights come back yet? I think Namor was like weirdly over at Universal. I know. That's what I'm saying. Have they, it was like a weird deal, but I like. It was a super. It was a distro deal. Yeah, it was a distro deal, but I'm not. We sure. We should they, probably look more into that before. The yeah, so I'm, I'm not sure, but if they have, if they've come back, bring Namor through Black Panther, and so just want to just throw that out there real quick because that would be also nice. Also, be a nice if you make him bring Namor back. Guess what? First mutant, technically. So, oh, here you with Namor, contest of champions. Hmm. Atlantis is champion. Who will fight for Wakanda? Hmm. Just saying. Just saying. Just throwing it out it. there. Just throwing it out I there. To watch it. Just or to... make it a four-part miniseries and put it on Disney Plus anyway. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I really enjoy serialized uh, yeah. uh, 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 entertainment. I really right. do. Right. Right. I'm rereading Invincible. I'm talking about getting a pull list. But oh, man. And, and, and right. And I'm sorry. Um, we almost forgot because they also put. I'm, I'm sorry. We were talking about WandaVision. They put the trailer out. Um, uh, I'm here for Captain. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, you Falcon, ain't ready. Falcon, uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier. I was going to say Captain America and the Winter Soldier, but um, that's exactly. By the way, that's the title by the end. I oh yeah, you know, no, no, it, it, it is. It is. It uh, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. They gave them movie money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. I'm like, and we give. I we, don't know we, if I expect him to get movie money, but I like having confirmation. Oh, we getting movie money. We get oh. movie money. <laughs> Nigga, let's go. Nigga, let's go. Let's go. We get, yo, like real deal, big shot movie money. Nigga, let's go. That flying shot, that costs money. <laughs> Nigga, let's go. Oh, boy. And that's just what they're showing us. And that's what I told you. I said, this is all they showed us. They've shown us Monica Rambeau as, see? Yeah, yeah. Who's that also, should be the scariest part for everyone who's betting against him. She's this also in the Captain. Mar- she's also in the Captain Marvel movie, with, along with American Chavez. Also, another multiverse character. Weird, weird. That all of this stuff is, is happening what? in this multiverse. Why does everyone at Marvel have a seven movie deal? Oh wow, weird that everybody also is coming in is is a multiverse character. 
Huh. And what was DC going to do at HBO Max? Are they going to do, oh, they're going to do a multiverse. They're that's planning that's on eventually doing <laughs> when, when they started that? Oh, that's cute. You know, Marvel's like, y'all been late. <laughs> and again, that's why I referred to that entire night as them just calling AT&T, Warner Brothers, DC Comics as a crew, a collective, and a family. Baroque. It's, it's... <laughs> oh, man. It's like it's like they're gonna finally get the multiverse together at DC. It might even be good, and then you're gonna just see like you know you just you're gonna, you, you got Scott Lang just pop out of nowhere going like, huh? Wow, you guys got finally got that. That's good for you guys. It's very good. Oh man, I can't believe it. I, this is just so good. Um, also, I also know um. I don't know if it was announced during the Disney Plus thing, but I also know that they also also officially announced Deadpool three. Ooh, yeah. So I know that. I believe it. Let me make sure I'm not lying about this one. No, even if you are, we're rock with it. I'm fine with that. Yeah, no, they did with the Molinex sisters, Molino sisters. Yep. So when was this announced? This was in November. Yeah. So they they uh yep they they're they're pending the sequel. And they're working on it now. So Deadpool 3 is moving forward. So, yep. 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 Can't wait for that. Marvel 1 again. Yep. So. Um, yeah, man. I'm, it, this is what a time to be alive, man. Like, whew, boy. Just so much. I'm trying to think if there's anything else on um, the, uh, the, the announcement that was big out of there. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Every new oh, Armor Wars. They're doing. They'll never let Rhodey get any shine. They're they're doing Armor Wars. I'm sorry. They also announced uh, Ironheart. Almost forget. Like they announced so much, to, and it's, and not that they announced them. They have these people cast, which also tells me that even if the show isn't ready, you might see these characters before then. Because yeah. they've cast somebody. And you know how they love throwing yeah. people in. You know we're getting, so hold on. Let's just do this really quickly. Have a brief conversation about the idea of the Young Avengers. Kate oh. Bishop confirmed. Cassie Lang confirmed. Them fucking twins apparently about to be a fucking mm-hmm. A lot of scrolls hanging around for Hulkling that to show up. And we know Kang is coming. Yep. Yeah, we're going to get the Young Avengers show. Or movie. That's or, the thing. You or, do the shows to beat that movie. Or or, or or champions. Because here's the thing, too. Champions. I wouldn't even muddle here, with the here, Young Avengers. Here, here, here's the other thing, too. Because, you know, who knows what the deal is with Miles. Because you also have him. You know? Oh, Miles is coming. We know. Yeah. I think, I um, think the... I would... I'm not gonna say what I would do. Let's just let them do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing too is like I'm excited. Also, at the same time, I was like, book Marvel. That's, a, that's yeah. a new 2021 rule. I don't fantasy book Marvel. Right. Also, I'm sorry. I also forgot they also gave us a first look at because coming in May, uh, the Loki uh, show. Um, that fucking trailer. So, <laughs> um, Living Tribunal. Check. Um, yes. fucking Mephisto. You see that? Yes. 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 There you go, Chris. Um. <laughs> Like, that was the one where I was like, oh, everyone should be reacting a lot more to this. 
I don't think people realize what they saw. I, like between that and the, and the WandaVision, I was like, oh, like okay, Captain, or excuse me, Falcon Winter Soldier for now. <laughs> I can't, I can't that wait until we can drop the. I can't the expanse. I, I can't wait until we can drop the facade. I can't wait until we can just say, oh, come on, come on. Just we... say it. Oh, you want to say it. <laughs> right. um, I think that that trailer was designed to show me the money they're willing to spend. Yes. WandaVision and Loki were to show me, we'll do anything. We'll yeah. do, fuck you. We'll do, we'll do fucking, <laughs> we'll put him in his old school vision suit. We'll do the exact cover from Loki for president. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Like, right. did you see the rap party buttons? Yes, yes, bro. Like, I'm done. I'm I'm done. Uh, I'm done wondering. I'm done guessing. I'm done thinking. Maybe I'll know. None of us know anything. God bless Kevin Feige. Make my Marvel. Oh, you guys are fanboys for this shit. I'll be a fanboy. You call them. I've been called worse. No, here, here's my thing. When people go, you're just a Marvel fan. I'm like, how are you not? They've given me a shit to be fan of. Next question. <laughs> How are you not? How are you not? Come on. Um. Uh, let's see. Uh, Hawkeye and Moon Knight are also uh there. They cast Kate Bishop. Um. Let's see. Um. We already talked about uh Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Um. It's just, I'm just. What? It's just, I'm just, I, I can't wait, man. I'm just. I can't believe it's all happening. I. This is what we dreamed about. I'm like, how can you got this? This. Mm. By the way, for everyone who's like us and grew up as a comic book nerd and didn't really get to discuss it because honestly, it's comic books. We were right, guys. We were right. The thing that we liked was better than the things that they liked. We were, we were, we, this is vindication. I'm not kidding about that. Yeah. No, this is like, uh, again, everything you loved is now generating billions of dollars. Yep. Yep. Who um, was that this week who said, uh, was it Tom Hanks? For what? Said Marvel's gonna save cinema. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, they've been saving the box office for years now. Here's the thing. Yeah. After after I watched, uh, I remember people trying to be down on on, on Black Widow because we still got Black uh, Widow coming out. Yeah. Black Widow. Black Widow still got to come out. Um. And Can't after wait. after Wonder Woman after after Wonder Woman, I went back and watched that trailer and was just like, y'all out your goddamn minds to say you're not excited for this because I was watching the fighting in this the trailer for Black Widow going. This is so much better than what the There's shit I saw. There's a fight in Black Widow's trailer you've never seen on film. Right. Right. The falling one? Yeah. 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 We've never seen that. Yeah. I'm like, um, yeah, nigga, this is so much better. Just that trailer was so much better than any of the fight scenes we saw in Wonder Woman 1984. Put that shit into my veins directly, motherfucker. I was so right. Just, I want it one more time. I was so right about Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, <sighs> yeah. That was the appropriate reaction, but I was super duper right, and it feels really good. Should be right on the record. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, man. I'm I, I and then again, we already mentioned it, but again, the first family is back in the right hands. Oh. It's gonna be a fantastic phase four. I just what? Anyway. Oh boy, I mm. and, and and it's coming in with here's the thing. Like it's coming in with the multiverse problem. It's coming we're, we're coming they're mm. coming into with the multiverse. So when do we come back with the Fantastic Four and they already got Franklin? They've, that's where they've been, Chris. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. They vanished in 1967 in an off-the-grid shield experiment. They've been surfing the multiverse ever since. And they're back. The first family. The I well I'm getting excited. Hypothetically, if you were to let me do this, I would do big movies and splinter back out, but whatever. I see I appreciate what they're doing. At the end of the big movie, the Baxter building would appear in New York City, literally pushing blocks aside. Ringer would stumble out and say, oh my God, Rojo, and it's John Krasinski. Sorry, spoiled. <laughs> Full beard, John Krasinski. Oh my God, Rojo. And he just says four. And the next movie is the FF. You skip right past all the bullshit horse... Uh, uh, Man, that's not a time thing. You skip the whole Captain America of it all. You go straight into these guys have figured out what's going on. They they've been surfing the multiverse. A little time dilation, they're straight. Yeah, I yes, yes, Chris, yes. And here's the greatest thing about this: they're still not even touching the X Men yet. They haven't touched the mutants. <laughs> I think it opens the Caraco. I think Caraco shows up in a fight that they need and the island uncloaks because they don't just go to like so DC can't figure out what their heroes are supposed to be. Marvel's figuring it out on the motherfucking bot. <laughs> They're like, oh shit. Hey, this this black order thing? They made Thanos scarier. Add that. Right, I like this. They wouldn't mind Hickman for little pieces of the, the 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 Infinity Saga, which was a saga that ended in 1988 or 92. Sorry, I think I mixed it up. But now, with this, and they're going to mine the multiverse, which there's not much more you can do in the multiverse than say multiverse and X Men, and not think of Jonathan Hickman. I mean, and Fantastic Four, Chris. Chris, oh, the Hickmanverse. There's her name. I just the Hickmanverse. It's over. I'm just. It's just. Again, this is why I, I feel like this is why I'm paying very closely attention to what Hickman's doing right now with X Men because I feel mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. this is we're all we all we're, we're back. Hickman to backdoor fixed the multiverse. You're yeah. all very welcome. The Captain Britain quarterback because Jonathan Hickman. He he broke it and bro- we got we got to get ready for the pull this um <laughs> as you can see we're getting very very excited like this is the excitement i want to have for dc i want to have this excitement for what wb and dc is doing but let's be honest here they're not even coming close to this shit they're not coming close to this shit they've already cast they've already cast riri they've already cast her she's gonna pop up in that armor war show dog you know she is. She's gonna be. She's gonna, so she's gonna be. She's gonna be. Men, she's gonna be mentored by fucking Rhodey. Like she's gonna mentor Rhodey. Who do you think's gonna be the person in his suit? So great, great. 
Oh, he, they actually might get Robert Downey Jr. back because he did want to come back. Yo, if they come back and actually do the whole Robert Downey Jr. Voice, he'll, he'll be the voice in Riri suit. That's what I'm saying. Time to That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like if they if they get to the whole Tony as her AI thing. Oh yeah, Riri's gonna be in in Rhodey suit as his onboard help. Then she finishes developing an AI, and he gives her a gift from Tony. Her new suits got a nice size check for Robert Downey Jr. to do a little voiceover work. Oh, this is going to be so much. I... And we got Monica Rambeau, yo. Damn, she's coming back. She's not just in WandaVision, but she's also going to be in Captain Marvel, too. Just, mm, this is so good. We won. We so Make won. my Marvel. Oh, you're a, fan. You're a stand. Cool. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Put it on they my love grave. Me, I love them back. Next put, question. Put it on my tombstone. I'll I be that. I will be that at this point. How can Die you not be excited? For Marvel with a smile on his face. <laughs> Let's go. Um, yeah, I got nothing else, man. We wanted to end on the on on the on the on the positive, positive. on the high notes. Yeah. Um, and we did it because God, I just got nothing but a big smile, and I'm also very now teed up to do this pull list because. We're going to end with Marvel on that side, too, because there's so much good stuff over there. Too. So much. So much. So, um, You got anything else, man? No, that was it. Cool. Um, All right, folks. Thank you guys very much for surviving 2020 with us. Um, We will be back at the end of January. Make sure you guys email us, mailback at mtrnetwork.net. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're... Um, 2021 is going to be it's going to be a, it's going to be a it's going to be a busy year. We're going to we're going to hit the ground running and um matter of fact, by the time we uh we come back for the pull, for the mailbag, WandaVision's episodes have already been out. So what are we doing? I think we're going to do I feel like we kind of have to. I think we have to. Yeah, I think Should we have to right now. Yeah, let's, we'll be reviewing WandaVision. So let's just, let's, I mean, Super Tuesday recap. Let's go. Round up, y'all. Y'all remember, y'all remember Agent of Shield? Got, like we heard the email today. Someone came when, to podcast from that shit. So, just yeah, when I thought I was back. getting out, they keep pulling me back in. I'm just, I'm happy to be back. It's yeah, no, yeah, just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all the way in. So both feet in. We're, we're doing it. Let's go. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, man. Oh wait, did you see the um? The promo for Superman? No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, just, it's just so funny to me that the TV side knows what to do with Superman, but... <laughs> Superman just doesn't translate. Just doesn't translate. So I just... I don't know. We don't know how to do it. We don't know how to do it. I just, you know... How do we make this Superman matter? How do I reach these keys? <laughs> I just... <laughs> We said we're going to end a good note, so let's not even do that. So, all right, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. Make sure to subscribe. Super Tuesday recap on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify. Uh, until next time, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>